Welcome to 5-Minute Fever. I'm your host, Kaylee Hegret, and my goal is to get you in God's Word and fired up with the Holy Spirit. Now, I have such a fun announcement to share with you guys because not all my listeners are from my area, and so I just wanted to share with you this exciting news. So, as you guys know from my introduction, I am a ministerial student, and I'm on my way to license and then ordination. And so yesterday... I got appointed officially as the discipleship pastor at my church. So it is on. I am a pastor. Legit. So watch out. Granted, I've been helping you discipling y'all for the last couple months. And so I want to get into this. So last week on Friday, we ended by saying that Jesus' authority was questioned by the Pharisees, by the teachers of the law, by the Sadducees. All these uh, religious elite were coming up to him and being like, who is? gave you the authority. And Jesus was like, hey, if you can't recognize me, you're never going to recognize me. And that's okay. Let me tell you a story instead. So that's exactly where we're going now in Mark 12, verses 1 through 12. Jesus is sharing with them a parable. And it says, Jesus then began to speak to them in parables. A man planted a vineyard. He put a wall around it, dug a pit for the wine press, and built a watchtower. Then he rented the vineyard to some farmers and moved to another place. At harvest time, he sent a servant to the tenants to collect from them some of the fruit of the vineyard. But they seized him, beat him, and sent him away empty-handed. Then he sent another servant to them. They struck this man on the head and treated him shamefully. He sent still another, and that one they killed. He sent many others. Some of them they beat, others they killed. He had one left to send a son whom he loved. He sent him last of all, saying, They will respect my son. But the tenants said to one another, This is the heir. Come, let's kill him, and the inheritance will be ours. So they took him and killed him. They threw him out of the vineyard. What then will be the owner of the vineyard do? He will come and kill those tenants and give the vineyard to others. Haven't you read the passage of scripture? The stone the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. The Lord has done this, and it is marvelous in our eyes. Then the chief priests, the teachers of the law, and the elders looked for a way to arrest him, because they knew he had spoken the parable against him. But they were afraid of the crowd, so they left him and went away. This is probably one of my favorite parables. And it's because Jesus is coming, and he gives so much promise, as much like condemnation or or conviction, really, not condemnation, because he Jesus doesn't come with shame and all that stuff. But as much conviction as he puts out there for these Pharisees, he's also giving us today a promise. And so let's jump into that for, for real quick. So let's go back up and let's start in verse 1 and 2, where Jesus is saying that a man planted a vineyard. He put a wall around it, dug a pit for the wine press, and built a watchtower. So... God, before he gave the promised land to the people, it says from this parable that he put a wall around it. So he protected it. He cleared it out. He dug a pit for the wine press and he built a watchtower, which means that God prepped this land, this promise for the people. He prepped it before they came. And when it was all ready, then he grabbed these farmers 
Then he brought in his people to take care of this place. And with this being a vineyard, this is what I love about this. Is it's, a vineyard is not like other farms which produce and you can expect the yield right away. No. With a vineyard, you couldn't expect profit for four years after the planting. And so this shows that this man is not only patient, but very wealthy. He has time to give these farmers time to settle in and figure out what they're doing, figure out how they can make the most yield, they can make the most crop. And so God was trusting these Pharisees, these elders, these teachers of the law to really prep the people and get them ready for this harvest. He was trusting them and he gave them time to do it. He didn't expect them to get it done right away. He gave them time to try their best. But what happened is that when eventually the time came for the harvest to be given, the teachers of the law and all of these religious elite, they would come with prophets here and there trying to reap the people as God had demanded and to try to get the nation of Israel to turn away from its sin. But what did these people do? They didn't listen. They beat them and they killed them. Over and over and over, God sent his people, the prophets, before Jesus, trying to get Israel on track themselves and they wouldn't and they couldn't and they refused and so what did he do he sent his son and i love this because jesus is putting himself in that position of son so here he is claiming once again i am the son of god god sent these people to you and now he is sending me to you and what are you trying to do you're trying to kill me and claim everything for yourself you're trying to do the absolute opposite of what God is calling you to do, which is to get his people ready for the eternal life. He's trying to get you to be a blessing to all and you are being only a blessing to yourself. This is not right. And so what does he say God is going to do? He says God's going to come in and he's going to take the vineyard away from them and he's going to give it to others. Guys, this is our promise here today. This is the promise I want you to pick up. Is he's going to take the vineyard, this promise, away from the people he originally gave it to. And he's going to give it to others. Guys, we are those others. When Jesus came and sacrificed himself, he didn't just sacrifice it for the Jews. He also sacrificed it for the Gentiles. That's us. Those Gentiles are us. We weren't originally in this promise. We weren't the original people in the vineyard. But now God has come and he is also allowing us to help be part of the vineyard, help be part of the people that produce a crop for him. That is us. So let me pray into that this morning that we would be good farmers in replace of the old ones. Lord God, Jesus Christ, thank you. As much as you convicted the Pharisees, the Sadducees, these teachers of law, the scribes, Lord God, you also gave us a promise through this parable. For the rest of us who have ears to hear, hearts to understand, eyes to see, Lord God, would we see today that through this parable, as convicting as it may be to some, that it is an eternal promise to others who have now get to come into your vineyard and get to help be the farmers you intended to have. Lord God, I pray that you would empower us and embolden us to be those farmers and that we would help reap for you a crop of a hundredfold. 
Lord God, would you help us go out into our day? Would you help us plant seeds? Would you help us water them? Would you help us reap for you the next crop? Lord God, I pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much for joining me, and I look forward to next time. Please visit my website, 5minutefever.com, so you can subscribe and share to get the next episode, and so we can show people it's possible to get a big word from God without having spent hours in the Bible.